Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. with you folks on this 227th podcast as we continue with our Songs Through the Night series and we're in Psalm 37 this morning with me as always on the phone line uh, across the country uh, across the eastern divide over there in Indiana and Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie how's things going? Good morning Doug. Um, I'm doing fairly well. Um, It's cold here but no snow. Um, I'm kind of ready for a little snow at least. I want some snow in South but, Carolina. Yeah. I'm, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. Just like the ones I used to know. And, uh, <laughs> man, Christmas lights and Christmas trees, everything looks better with a little bit of snow. Yeah. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, doing well. Um, fighting my sinuses are playing with me again. I, I'm kind of fed up with that. That seems to be part of this new are you taking new journey. Your, are so. you taking your Claritin? See, I knew you were going to ask that, and unfortunately my Claritin's in my other vehicle, so I couldn't take one so that I could tell you I had taken one. Why don't we get a pill so holder with honest. a Claritin in it in the morning, you know, and, and reach out and grab <laughs> that bad boy? Uh, actually, they make me take, uh, uh, yeah, I take my Claritin, and then I'm on this singular at night that's prescription. Yeah, see, I take this, yeah, I do that um, every night, so. so. But, you know, you're you're letting down your boogerage, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you're still dealing with boogerage because you're not staying with the Claritin. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's all I can tell you, my friend. If, if you like the runny nose and the sniffles and the. Uh, and all that stuff, don't take your clarity. If, if you like that miserable feeling and that big head feeling and, you know, having to put a stocking over your head or something like that, uh, go ahead and do that. If you like the Vicks Vapor Rub and the complaining, don't take the clarity. But if you want to feel good, I mean, it's like God's word, you know, I mean, if you like, uh, if people like living wicked and all messed up, don't read God's word. But I know you read God's word. I know your problem is clarity and not God. I want to point that out. I don't think Stephanie's stuck in sin anywhere. I, I, I think she's all right. Uh, and uh, she continues to lose weight. She's the incredible shrinking woman. If, if she gets much smaller, if she turns sideways, people can't see her. Uh, I mean, she's, oh, please. she's coming into 2021, I guess, 25, 30 pounds lighter than coming into 2020. I don't know. She's skinny. No, probably, yeah, probably more like 30 to 35. There you go. I'm already over 30. So So she remembers the diet, but she forgets the clarity. Now, how do we put all that in perspective? (laughs) Man, so so I'm leaving 2020 60 pounds lighter than I came in. At least 60. Man, it's weird. You know know what's tough about being uh, slim and good looking again? It's kind of, you kind of feel bad for people who didn't come with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what's, 
Hey, what? I did get somebody to come with me. Hudson went with me. Oh, so Stephanie's third oldest, Hudson Taylor Westco. Fourth. 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 I forgot about Joe. Don't tell him. It'll mess him up even more than he is. But anyway, <laughs> Joe's a joking dude. He's he's funny. He'd pick on me if he knows I, knows I forgot him. So, yeah, your memory's yep. good, Uncle Doug. You can't even remember I'm in the chain. But anyway, <laughs> Hudson is losing. He's looking good. He had a cousin. Uh, a disingenuous cousin, a cousin who didn't love him the way he should love him, uh, that messed with him and called him fat or something or ugly. And so I talked to Hudson and I said, look at the kid. He's not a good looking kid. Call him boo, but ugly. You remember that. I cheered him up. And uh, anyway, I said, you can tell him you can lose weight, but you're still pretty. He, can, he can't get pretty. He, he, you know? And that's, <laughs> boy, we, we started off 37 with a bang. So, so what else is going on around the world? So here we are. We're helping those with hurting hearts. And Hudson was among them. And he's lost weight. He's, he's lost those, uh, the, you know, the boy breast he had, the belly. I mean, he's, he's looking, <laughs> he's looking good. So, so, so what else is going on with you, man? Oh my goodness, I'm trying to recover from you right now. Oh, no, we're doing well. Um, spending a lot of time in prayer. We just uh, want to point out one thing. We, we got to point out something. The peeps need, need, need you to know this, all right? It's not just me, but there's still no picture of the king on the uh, Help for Wounded Spirits page or on the Praying for Stephanie Wesco page. I, uh, I did take a picture. Actually, Steve took one for me the other night. But it's not—it's nowhere tree. to be found. We don't know what's going on with King Thor. Is uh, he married? Is he happy? Is he looking forward to children in a big house? I mean, what's going on with Thor? <laughs> yeah. He's happy. Okay. He's got a big enough house. And no, he's not looking forward to children. I don't think his mommy, his earthly mommy, is looking forward to dog children. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. It, it's okay. Uh, but the good news is Thor is doing well, and uh, that makes me yes, happy. Yes, and I'll try, to, I'll try to get a picture out there. Uh, and uh, the kids are doing well, I assume. Everybody's well. Mm -hmm. Emmy's like yes. she's 21 or something, man. She knows stuff. I mean, oh. Emmy knows stuff. You know, she she FaceTimes with me every day. She talks to me, or most every day. So it's like Emmy's like 21 or so. I mean, she's like all grown up. She's It's like talking to an adult friend almost, and the kids are awesome. You got awesome kids, Stephanie. I just want to say that. Oh, thank you. I what? think they're pretty special. I think they're pretty special, too, and, and they're, they're great little human beings. And some are big human beings now, but here we are. Ron, yeah. We're on Psalm 37, and I think, I think I received a picture. I haven't looked. I think I have received a picture to post of Thor. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. So finally, you folks get to meet Thor. If you haven't seen Thor, go out on Help for Wounded Spirits Facebook page or go out on Praying for Stephanie Wesco. And uh, here we are on Psalm 37 is tough. I mean, we're... Talking about the wicked and the upright. It's big. We're going to have to cut it into three pieces, Stephanie. But let's start with the first 13 verses. And Psalm 37 says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of inequity. For they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. 
Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as a light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off. For those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he see that his day is coming. Man, there's a lot going on here in Psalm 37, Stephanie. And, uh, yeah. I mean, coming right out of the chute. I mean, as I'm reading Psalm 37, a lot of things are coming to mind. And, and you know, those first 11 verses are just like, trust God. I'm going to take care of this. God's going to take care of this. I mean, what are you getting? What are you seeing here? Yeah, this psalm um, has been a comfort to me many times. And it's like out of the shoot. It's like God saying, don't be afraid. Don't be worried because of evildoers. Yeah. And um, it's interesting to me that he says, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Yeah. And, um, God's saying, I've got, I'm in control. I've got this under control. And then verse two, they shall be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Wow. And that is a promise God has made. And I'm glad about that promise. Praise yes. God. Yes. And um, he promises here to take care of us, to provide for us, for our food. And verse four and five are very precious to me. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee desires of thine heart. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. To pass. And, you know, our path may not always look, our, our way may not always look like we had, like we had plans. You know, I, when I think of, um, we were talking about this in Sunday school um, this past Sunday, um, you know, how we commit our way to God, God, you know, we believe God's leading us in a certain direction and, um, he changes, he changes that direction. And yet as we trust in him, he still brings about whatever that desire was to pass. And, um, when I think about Cameroon and I think about, um, the crazy twists and turns that have happened, um, for over two years now, I remember that when I committed my way to God way back, you know, as a child, as a teenager, God has been faithful to bring the path that he has for my life to pass. And that path, that path and way has included things I wouldn't have ever dreamed of would include, um, both good and bad. Um, but that at trusting in him, and he shall bring it to pass. 
that if we lose our trust in God, he can't accomplish in our lives what he wants to if we lose faith and stop trusting him and stop following him. And I think verse four and five are prerequisites to verse six. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Mm. As we delight and as we commit and trust, then God can bring forth our righteousness as the light and our judgment as the noonday. He'll show himself strong. Yeah. If we'll do our part. And um, there's that personal responsibility that it's on us to do what he's asked us to do, what he's told us to do, to delight in him, to commit our way to him, to trust in him. And then he'll fulfill his part. Yeah. And, And that's beautiful. It is beautiful. And cease from anger and forsake wrath and fret not thyself. I mean, over and over again. Uh, the Lord's, you know, reminding us a thing for evildoers, going back to the beginning with a cut like grass and for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit. It reminds me, uh, you know, mount up as eagles, those who wait upon the Lord. You know, it's more of that waiting on the Lord. And uh, I think that uh, I think there's a lot to be said here in Psalm 37. Psalm 37 is just full. It's rich. It's uh, you know, I mean, it, it's bringing us to a few great places. It's, you know, right up front through that whole first verses we just read, the Lord can be trusted. And then you can break down there five and six. I love that. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And uh, in verse six there, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light. Uh, and, and it's talking about, and uh, I love this, that thy judgment as the noonday. So it's, it's, you know, let's commit ourselves to him. And then we go on from 7 to 11, and uh, it's, you know, I just keep on saying, seeing rest in the Lord, rest in the Lord, trust in the Lord, rest in the Lord. So no matter where people are at today, no matter what's going on, we need to trust in the Lord, uh, that he gets it. He knows what's going on. He understands and uh, that, that the wicked are going to be cut down like the noonday grass. And uh, I think that, I don't know, I mean... How many times can God tell us in Psalms to trust in him? It's just over and over again, Stephanie. Trust in him, trust in him, trust in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing, he, it's, I think it's neat how he mixes in those statements of fret and mm, Yeah. With contrasting it to what our flesh wants to do. Yeah. Well, my flesh wants um, to take people out, I, you know, and, uh, you know, not kill them, but, you know, just share publicly just how them. people have messed us over, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but I think more important than that, though, is to be here and to help people who have been messed over. There are people listening to us right now, Stephanie, who have felt the greatest uh, dishonesties, who have felt uh, the greatest lies, who have felt the knife in the back, who have lived... Mm-hmm the bad days who have been through the terrible things. There are people listening to us right now and, yeah. and God's saying to all of us, but you know, we're not to fret. Uh, and the wicked's got it coming. It's coming mm-hmm. and uh, it's coming and it may not come on this side, you know, uh, but I'll tell you, you know, people who mess over people, people who do things wrong, people who are no good, people who are spread rumors, people who pick up the phone, people who do those things, they're not happy people. Yeah. 
Uh, well, the thing is, they're not, they're not, it's not that they're not just happy. They don't know what real fulfillment looks like, or they wouldn't have to do those things to find. And, you know, you and I have talked about it. Um, and I've told you, you know, Char- <laughs> this chapter reminds me so much of Charles, because I can't tell you how many nights in the midst of things that we went through, I would be up reading this chapter. Um, yeah. Out of this Bible I'm using right now. That's why a lot of the verses are underlined. And um, I can't tell you how many times Charles would tell me. I had no comprehension that they were thinking that. I've just been enjoying serving God. I mean, how do you even have time to come around and think up that stuff? Yeah. And I know, looking back, the reason they had time to think up the stuff was because they weren't busy serving God. They weren't busy they were, they were, their time was being consumed with jealousy, with hatred, with pride, with contention, with anger, with all of the things God lists here as being evil. And we don't want to understand how they think, but we be, can become cynical. And that's where I think that that fretting comes in, where in verse eight, David says, God speaking, obviously, cease from anger and forsake wrath, fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. And then he follows it up with, for evildoers shall be cut off. Yeah. Um, Because it's just like, where in the world is this coming from? This is so, how could you think that I was, to throw out an example, how could you think I was trying to undermine whatever? I was just busy serving God. Well, the reason they can think that way is because they're not busy serving God. And I think that's where it's so frustrating because it's just like, how could you accuse me of those things? How could you um, destroy what God's doing to build yourself up? And it does cause us to want to fret. It causes us to want to be angry. It causes us to want to respond in the flesh and just give it to them, give it to them what they have coming. And that's why God says to wait on the Lord. And I think it's interesting. He says that those that wait upon the Lord in verse nine, they shall inherit the earth. Yeah. And I think God's referring to um, the millennium there mm. that those who, those who rest in the Lord, those who wait on the Lord, they're the ones that will rule and rule and reign with Christ. The ones that wait are the ones who are serving. They're the ones that are looking to Christ. Those are the ones who are found faithful. And to put it in New Testament terms, the meek, those who wait, they're the ones who will inherit the earth. They're the ones who will delight themselves in the abundance of peace. And they're the ones that will see God show himself real and faithful in miraculous ways because... That's how the Lord rewards those that diligently seek him. Yeah, yeah. And boy, we need to diligently. So so I guess the practical side or the piece here is, you know, we need to wait on the Lord. But at the same time, we have stuff to do while we're waiting. So we wait on the Lord to take care of the evil people, the people who mess us over, the people who try to ruin your lives, the people who put you in the position you're in today in many cases. And uh, we, we let the Lord take care of that. But in the meantime... We also need to stand up, buckle up, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, 
you know, hook up and shuffle to the door and jump right out, as they say in Airborne, and count to four. We still need to keep on going. We still need to, um, uh, you know, we've got a responsibility to do everything we can do mm-hmm. for the glory of God yeah. and, and to pull ourselves up out of these ditches we get stuck in and these ruts. And um, I, 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 get, I get Psalm 37. I think it's probably one of the best Psalms. Maybe after Psalm 23, it's the most significant Psalm to me. Uh, Psalm 23, 34, then 37. But I think as we're looking at this and as we're going through this and as we're, as we're plowing our way through, uh, there's some requirements uh, for people who've been evil, and that's a good thing. There's some yes. things that are going to happen to them. There's some stuff that they got to wait for. And that, that, that provides, me with, uh, provides me with a smile. It provides me with trust that provides me with hey this is going to work out yeah well and it's it's neat too because um we'll get into this i think our next podcast but verse 23 david says the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and he delights in his way we fall he shall not be utterly cast down for the lord upholdeth him with his hand and god understands that we're not perfect He understands the reason he says, fret not. The reason he says, rest in the Lord. The reason he says, makes those statements to us is because he knows we're flesh. We are. He knows that we're dust. And he knows we get discouraged. He knows we can become worried. And, um, you know, you kind of came in and out right there. So we didn't hear your last sentence there. Okay, I said the wicked know how to play mind games with us. They do. And they're the best at that. And that's, I think that's what causes us to do so much fretting and worrying. And that, you know, it makes us get angry because all these things are played with our minds. And that reminder that we're walking hand in hand with Jesus. That's what I see when I see verse 23 and 24 is I see a parent with a child and that child's walking. He's learning how to walk. He maybe even knows how to walk, but he's weak. He doesn't know how to look to, for all the pitfalls. And so he falls sometimes, but he's not utterly cast down. The Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Our Father, our Heavenly Father, keep holding his hand. Keep, yeah. keep that trust and that hope in him. Because he's holding your hand and you may fall, you may stumble, you may have to get back up, but he's there to hold your hand so that you can get back up so that you don't have to stay down. And um, David just gives us a beautiful, in Psalms 37, I think it's a beautiful testimony to who our righteous judge is and the fact that the reason we can rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him, the reason we can, we don't have to fret is because as we get into these, you know, coming verses, um, you know, we ended with the, with the portion we read today, the wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth gnash upon him with his teeth. And boy, we are watching that. Verse 13, the Lord shall laugh at him for he seeth that his day is coming. He's not laughing because he thinks it's funny. He's laughing because he said, you're such a fool. Mm. And I'm dealing with you. And 
The thought of God laughing at me because I have reached that point of degradation. Wow. That God's laughing at me because I've made such a fool out of myself. In a sense, he's like, you're not only going to self-destruct, I'm destroying you. Like Pharaoh. Yeah. That's a scary, scary, scary the thought of being there and yet that's where God says there's comfort that comes with that when you're when you're facing people that are wicked that hate God God says I'm gonna deal with them I'm gonna and this out. It, yeah yes and and I think again I can't tell you many times I've gone to God with Psalm 37 and said God I know what you've told me to do and so by faith, I'm trying to do that each moment of every day. But God, I'm asking you to do what you say you'll do. Yeah. yeah. I'm asking you to deal with the wicked. Yeah. And um, verse 15, we're going to get into that in the next section. But what God says he will do and, and to, to take those promises to God and say, God, would you please, would you please show yourself strong? Would you please keep your word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that's good. You know, as, as we started off here in Psalm 37 on this uh, first 37 podcast, and, uh, on Psalm 37 podcast, you know, we, we've learned a lot in these first verses. We can trust the Lord. That's what it's telling us. Trust him there in verse 3 and, and uh, commit our way to him in 5 and 6 and rest in him. And uh, we're going to get into more. We're going to take off from where we ended on 13 uh, tomorrow morning. We sure do love you folks. I, you know, Stephanie, I think you should throw them a verse of our Joseph song, at least the chorus. I think we need to end with that. I think it fits right here okay. in Psalm 17. Yeah. All right. Psalm 37. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I knew what you meant. You meant it for evil. But God meant it for good. You tried to hurt me, but my God let me live. Through years of trials and suffering, I chose to follow him. Now many will be saved alive. For real life is found in Him. Real life is found in Him, folks. Listen, trust in the Lord. Sell out for Him. He's got your back. He's going to bring you where you need to go. Uh, just relax in Him. Trust in Him. Pray to Him. Pray through these Psalms. And uh, uh, give yourself some prayer time. Commit your way to the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Folks, you got this. And listen, we sure do love you. We're praying for you. I don't know what's hurting you today, but I do know this. I know the God that can fix that. Hey, listen to every word. We'll talk to you folks soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart.
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.